with over 6,500 podcasts coming out this year, few of them give a full recap of Bar Rescue episodes, which is why the Shut It Down Bar Rescue Recap Podcast won't be another statistic, a show dedicated to sitting down, opening the books, and unpacking the emotional roller coaster that is Bar Rescue. And we're doing it. We're doing this again. All right. How about yeah. that? Yay. It It is the Shut It Down Bar Rescue recap show. Uh, we're very excited. We're back again. We are kind of on a little hiatus. Um, I'm Jim Search, and you can find me at jimsearchcomedy.com. You can go on Twitter and find me at Jim Search. And before, I don't know why I didn't plug the show first. I feel like I have like a rehearsed script that I go into and I got to break <laughs> out of that. Uh, you can find us, uh, email the show at shutitdownpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, send us uh, your favorite episodes, your least favorite episodes, what you know about John, what you don't know about John. Because we, the dedicated staff here at the Shut It Down by Rescue recap show, we certainly glad to look it up for you. Uh, you can find us on iTunes at uh, Shut It Down. Uh, please download us, rate us, give us five stars. Um, I think we actually have um, we have a couple uh, reviews that I found on the iTunes. Woo! So oh. we'll have to get those read and shouted out. Uh, you can also go on Stitcher and find us there. So do all that good stuff, and before I go on my long-winded diatribe, I will turn <laughs> it over to my lovely panel co-hosts. Hi, I'm Katrin Heyer. You can find me on Twitter at Katra Heyer. Um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's where it everything. is. That's where the magic happens. Sweet and simple. Uh, this is Max Cohen uh, speaking, and you can find me online on Facebook and Twitter and all that at This is Max Cohen. Convenient. Uh, yeah. And as always, you can find my dog on Instagram, Sleepy NYC Dog. <laughs> of course. The cutest dog. He is always shutting it down. Consistently <laughs> shutting it down. Yeah. Um, oh, so yeah. So we do, uh, we have a uh, review I do want to read before we. Uh, nice. A few okay. I mean, it is from a while back, but I feel like we never uh, touched on this. But um, the best bar rescue podcast from Big Ed Tort. Uh, thanks, thanks ed thank, thank you. you ed uh this podcast is the best and funniest place uh or i'm sorry this podcast is the best and funniest podcast about bar rescue <laughs> you can clearly hear the hosts have a great affection for the show <laughs> true, <laughs> true. Very oh true. very true fact uh the follow-up segment uh where they tell you what's happening now at the bar a few months later no one else is doing it's worth listening to that alone boom terrific so there your hard work has gone uh has gone rewarded so all right uh well let's let's get into uh let's get into our show here uh and first thank you again ed for reviewing hope yeah you, hope you're still listening and downloading all these great new episodes we're putting out shout out to big ed tort man uh thanks ed you know anybody out there also if you want to leave a review we shout you out also if we can give a shout out to uh my aunt toby Okay, yeah. She listens to the show. Hi, Aunt Toby. Yeah, hey, Aunt T, what up? Hi, Aunt T, what's up? Uh, found out over this weekend she's a big fan and has listened to all the episodes. Nice. Oh, so, nice. Thank Aww. you, Toby, and hope to see you at the next family reunion. Love ya. See, we're making a, we're making a difference. And yeah. to all the um, possible internet trolls out there, welcome. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, uh, preemptively, thank you for the shit talking. 
yes. on our reviews. Thank For you. all the love, we just assume the hate and vitriol is not too far behind. <laughs> it's usually not, man. One goes, they go hand in hand. Um, all right, so let's uh, let's get into uh, this episode uh, entitled Wheel of Misfortune. Uh, which takes us to the bar, The Wheelhouse, in Hemet, California, an hour and a half away from L.A. Um, uh, we have an owner, Jesse Vivanco, owns a roller rink, ha- grew up in Hemet, uh, bought the roller rink. It's like a fixture in the town. Mm-hmm. Everyone has everyone who's anyone has gone there. And this episode makes it interesting because everyone loves this guy. And he's like a great dude. He's but so respected in the community. He's yeah. highly respected. In fact, he even said a lot of my employees came here as patrons. Like they yes. started skating here and then worked here. Uh, he hasn't cheated on his wife. He's not like ducking the IRS. He didn't call John a piece of shit. He's done none of that. He's like, not stiffing his employees on nope. wages or tips or anything. He's doing it. He's <laughs> doing a lot of what he should be doing. Yeah. So uh, then, uh, so we meet him. Super, super nice guy. Kind of looks like uh, David Cross a little bit. That's what I wrote down. Yes, he has, he bears a striking resemblance for to sure. David. Uh, so now we uh, we meet uh, the staff. Uh, we have Dean, security guard, who apparently was a real badass uh, back in the day. Was really in trouble with the law. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And because of Jesse, uh, Jesse gave him a way out. He gave him a job, and so Dean is forever loyal to him. So that's a little uh, insight into Dean. Then we have Stephanie, uh, bartender, who's uh, as she puts a firecracker. Which, yeah. <laughs> which we'll go to see uh, uh, how that is, uh, arguing with patrons. Just a real, you know, just happy uh, happy to be a part of the game. Yeah. Uh, then we have Danielle. Uh, she's there. And Ashley, L-E-I-G-H, because that's how you should spell Ashley if you are in Hemet, California. <laughs> that's how you do it. <laughs> that's how that is. Um, so... Uh, a little bit about the uh, financials of the joint. Um, they, I uh, bought this place for what two hundred fifty or no twenty five thousand. Is that right? So, something like that. In nineteen ninety eight, Jesse took over as manager. Yes. Um, I can't. Re- my handwriting is fucking shot. And it uh, was really hopping. In yes. The beginning. Yeah. For, uh, forty packed. to sixty thousand a month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Super popular. Uh-huh. Everyone loved it. Um, he. Uh, yeah. The, I think it was. Danielle at one point says that you know the, it was so packed that you couldn't she couldn't walk through the bar to serve right. people because mm-hmm. that's that's how they were that's how they were rolling. Um, so life was good. Uh, the money hand over fist. Uh, then uh, big business started to move in as yep. it's wont to do. And uh, also the other thing we should uh, before we get any further. Uh, the median income there is like $27,000 a year. Yeah, it's a really low income area in and, California. And John points out that the national poverty line is 22000 So yeah. it's really close to poverty. These people they don't have like a lot of extra grand. money to spend. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. a lot of discretionary income. No. So everything is going to need to be price, price point really low right. to Which make is, it an attractive place for them to come. Well, and it has to be an attractive, yeah, and it has to be a place that they want to spend their money at, right? Because mm-hmm. it's... And it's something that... Well, that's the problem. Uh, everyone yeah. loves Jesse, but they don't like the bar or the relevant because there's they don't want to spend their money there. Right. It's something the food guy, Michael Ferraro, will meet him in a little bit, says. Yeah. is like, all the chains that are moving in here are medium to low-priced 
food chains. Yeah. Right. Which that's that's what you have to meet if you want people to come to you as opposed yeah. to just going to any of those other places. Exactly. And it's a it's a big challenge, but I believe these two gentlemen are are poised to take it on. Right. Which, like don't go to the don't go to Taco Bell, come here or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh fuck Taco Bell. Or uh, Applebee's or Right, so all of this together makes, for me, a really great emotional hook for the episode. Here's a guy with long roots in the community. Everyone everyone really respects him. He's clearly lost his way. Stephanie just says he's just a pushover. You can do whatever you want to He is, and quote, Jesse is more of a friend than a manager. Right, which is terrible. And even Jesse admits, he has a line, he goes, "Uh, we're all at fault for not adhering to the policies. Mm. Which is entirely a management problem. Like you make the employees adhere to the policies, or you find right. new employees, or you find a way to make it work, or you adjust the policies as needed. You don't just be like, "Well, what or, can you do?" Yeah. So that that's you know, we got to find out why Jesse has sort of let this all go. Right. Um. So that being said, uh, we find out that uh, he is one hundred and fifty, one hundred sixty-five thousand dollars in debt. Uh, and losing $6,500 a month. Fuck me. Yeah, and it's interesting. What I like about it is that, like, he's had this for a long time. So this is kind of a recent um, Mm -hmm. downfall, right? So he really was successful for quite some time. For quite a while, yeah. Yeah. I would think so. You know, a lot of these bars I find, uh, oh, it's been two years, and they're just like, you know, crashing and burning right away almost. Yeah. This is really like a story of longevity. Yeah. Um, and it's, so. it's a really a staple of the community. Exactly. So this is really worth saving. Right. Uh, it's sort of like a, the champagne episode. Yeah, like yeah. This thing has been here forever. Yeah. And John really needs to honor its history and also help restore it for right. future glory. Right. But, uh, I mean, in that being said, and we'll, we'll get into this later, but... <laughs> <laughs> John astutely points out, and I thought this is the beginning, like, wait a minute, you're going to get people drunk and put them on yeah. roller skates? <laughs> yeah. That's the worst idea <laughs> yeah, ever. Yeah. And we find out that that shit is not a good idea yeah. at no, all. No, yeah. So, uh, so Jesse, uh, also a fun fact about Jesse and his money, uh, he's got 90% of his retirement tied up in this joint. Yeah. So if this goes, if this goes kaput, uh, Jess is fucked. Which I feel like uh, is a sign of an owner who really cares. That's been uh, almost a hallmark of a lot of these owners. That, like, I put all of my retirement into this. Like, hell like, yeah. These people, as messed up as they are, and as the for the amount of terrible ideas that they let happen, they do seem to genuinely care if they're tying up all their money into this. Like, that's a right. really big step to put your 401k down on something. Hell yeah, man. I mean... That is, I mean, you are pushing all of your eggs in the fucking basket. Right. And like, I think about this sometimes. I'm like, would a developer come in and give him that much money for that space? Or who even knows if it all, mm-hmm. you know, if he wanted to sell that space to a chain. Yeah. I just don't even know if the real estate would even pay that much in that area. You know, like. Yeah. It, it's, it, I don't know. I guess if it, well, if it was a, I mean, if it was a chain, like a, a Walmart or, well, no, I take that back because I'm sure there's enough just desolate shit in Hemet for like some developer to just buy a right. It's cheaper to buy a new parcel. It's cheaper to probably buy. I don't even know if he would get any money for it. That's what I'm saying. That's why it's kind of important. I think that this gets well, Katrin. They're all important. <laughs> no, of course. <laughs> 
All the bars are important. Just except, thinking about the financials. Except guys. for drunk on punk. Except for drunk on punk. Fuck that place. Yeah, John the says, worst. The yeah. worst. The, so the far. worst. He looked like a. Okay. You know what? We're not going to get him a, any. We're, we're getting off subject. No. And we're everything's going to. From now on, it's always going to devolve into our anger and we're drunk on punk. Yeah. It, you know what? <laughs> you could say the wheels are coming off of this podcast. Oh. Don't. <laughs> Don't do, do this. Do not do this, Max. No, uh, I'm pitching I'm myself as a writer for Bar Rescue because when they introduce the um, <laughs> the mixologist, they say the line that he says is a uh, uh, great mixologist and he can skate circles around tight budgets. He, and I go, yes. let me in there. Just let, let me get a crack please. in there. Just let, let me. Let him in there. Let him talk. Can we also, can I just side note, like the drink Drink porn scenes have gotten more ludicrous. Yeah, yeah. The, the <laughs> you, they're gotten quite erotic. Laughing. The way that when they pan back to the bartender shaking, it's like really manic, weird looking. And he's smiling. He's like, "Look at me shaking." Yeah. yeah, that's in the next. So weird. I think that's it's not Sean Ford. It's the uh, where we do our double. But we I know both of them. They no, did it with she, both. Oh, he like they the had him do some weird ass. Yeah, so David. Weird. Um, they're just like so excited to be David there. Like, like I'm really alone in a dark room, yeah, shaking this like, mixer. Scary smiles. I don't know. It's gone. Like it's gone. Um, uncan- to the uncanny valley. <laughs> I just. Uh, yeah, it's. I mean, I guess they just keep raising the pushing the envelope. <laughs> yeah, that's what they do. Over at the always finding new innovations on the drink porn. <laughs> mm-hmm. Soon mm-hmm. it's gonna get uh, inappropriate. So, who uh, who do we have here on there? Uh, we have, uh, for uh, Sh- our Sean experts. Ford. Yes, Sean who, Ford. Who wears great bow ties. Yes. And Handsome man. Very yes. rugged features. Yeah. Uh, beer, ponytail. Oh, wait, no. Is that, that the next guy? Oh, no, no. This is this guy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah. Uh, this is the redhead. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah. And then uh, we have Mike Ferraro, our uh, chef, who, uh, what was his specialty? He specialized in like... Just oh, it was the flatbread. Flatbreads. Yes, flatbreads, that right. was his shit. That's and they gonna be the new story. Really the new, fucking good. The new program of the menu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they look fucking dope. Uh, so these are uh, our experts for this episode. Um, now we, uh, John's doing a little recon. Uh, looks like the bar. Well, the bar is four hundred feet off the main road. Yeah, it's recessed. Yes. Right. The street, so it's difficult. Excuse me, it's difficult to see from the beginning. So he's really got to create a sign that's like a big call to yeah. action. Like, make sure you come back here. Come it's not sketchy. It's great. Yes. For all you New Yorkers who don't know what strip malls look like. <laughs> yeah. That is, that is uh, just go to New Jersey and mm, find out for yeah. yourself. But basically. But this is like yeah. the sad end of a strip mall. Yeah, it's like he's the like, sad. He's like yeah. behind the strip mall. Totally. Yeah, he's doubled up on sadness, it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this, and there's no signage outside. It, like it, it's like the skeleton of an awning. It looked like the bar area. Yes, yeah, the bar right. area. The uh, the, the road rink. rink. They see. Yes, but then the bar is just this an right. a floating ship. Uh, so. Uh, John's watching the video. Uh, we see the ladies are doing shots behind the bar. Uh, one starts talking shit to the customers <laughs> and gets to an argument about what beer the guy ordered. Oh, yeah. Uh, Stephanie, the firecracker. Oh, yeah. It's like, no, you didn't. You didn't order that. Shut up. And it's like, what <laughs> is going on here? And the guy's like, I don't want no Coors Light. This is ridiculous. I want, yep. I forget what else. I forget the brand that he I wanted. I don't remember. 
Anchor steam, we'll say. Let's something yeah. like Anchor that. Steam. And he's like, and she's essentially just like, too bad. Right. Yeah. That's what you're drinking. Yeah. Fuck you. Like, you yeah. made your bed, now sleep. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's how that. And the poor guy was like, um, I didn't actually make this bed. I made another bed, and I want to sleep yeah. in that <laughs> bed, the bed Give that me I my ordered. Sierra Nevada, not this. Yeah. Not this. Swill. This garbage piss you've got here. Uh, so then we meet our, uh, we meet our undercover uh, uh, spy. Oh yeah, right away. Yeah, we just I felt like yeah, we jumped, went right into it. Yeah, let's, yeah. Let's cut right into it, man. Uh, so Kevin Undergaro, who is the uh, CEO of AfterBuzz TV, which has <laughs> over a billion downloads. John's good friend, mind you. Oh, great uh, friends. <laughs> good friend. So John brought him in uh, to do recon and get market intelligence about what's going on in the bar. Yes. Uh, so. Which Jim, I feel him, like your voice is becoming a little tafferish. Yeah, I did. I turned, <laughs> I turned that market intelligence up a little bit on that. Get one. the market intelligence. Get the we, market intelligence. I brought in my good friend Kevin, who's going to get some market intelligence <laughs> and find out what's going on in there. Ugh. John, Kevin. is that you? John, are you here? <laughs> here. I closed my eyes for a moment and I the thought s- I heard you. Oh, Spirit. Man. Could you imagine if he was on the show? Oh. One, day. one day. One day. Ooh. Yeah. No. It. It soon. Uh, so Kevin Kevin goes in and he's uh, not even discreet as a spy he's like so why do you think you guys are failing yeah, <laughs> yeah. this was like totally out in the open so did you guys used to have a lot of people here what kids yeah. I'm yeah. just in a black nondescript baseball cap don't think anything of that yeah 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 what uh, what's the story why are you guys doing shitty like and then <laughs> have he, you guys tried not being shitty have yeah. you guys given that a try have before? you tried treating the customers with dignity and respect and then the, you, they pan to the bartenders and they have like smirks on their face like trying to be serious but they know so yeah. obviously that they're plants yeah didn't somebody says that there's the recons here i feel yeah like i think yeah i mean no attempt yeah. kevin you know i respect your uh, intelligence and savvy but man your recon <laughs> game sucks man <laughs> yeah you really got to catch these guys with their pants down and you just walked in and was like hey uh what's up with this place and so they <laughs> you're like uh, a spy walking in being like so give me all the military secrets yeah 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 i i just let's uh, make this easier for yeah. me so uh so john or uh so kevin uh or uh, goes to order a pizza and oh, yeah. what an ordeal this is that is an ordeal man uh to give uh for those of you who have seen or not seen this episode we can relive it but the kitchen is like at least 150 feet away <laughs> it's like the next block it's it's a solid walk from the bar which is why they're pissed because they have to there's no cook Right, and there's no POS system, so right. there's no way to call yeah. in the order. So they have to make the trek. It, to imagine how far it is to walk with an order of food, imagine that scene from Lawrence of Arabia where they're crossing the Sahara. It's just <laughs> montage after montage after montage of them making a trek and get, making no progress. Yeah, and they they did like keep filming it, and you're like, what the hell is going on? It was and just like... John's a little befuddled as to why yeah. that is. So, so then... Uh, and they have to walk through the roller rink, which also looks like it's dying and empty. There's like yeah, no one totally. skating. There's like one dude with a cowboy hat on who's <laughs> skating by and was like, what sort of child molester is this? Yeah. He's just floating by like, it's what like the fuck is this? Local pedophiles and that's about it. Yeah, oh. man. <laughs> just a bunch of creepos in that joint. Oh. So so that, so he, uh, so Kevin orders the pizza, right? 
And then the, the, the bartender's like, all right, fuck, I gotta make this pizza. <laughs> so she Oh, and goes, she is not, not happy having a good attitude. No, uh, her demeanor is not sparkling. Um, <laughs> and so then the pizza altogether ends up taking 25 minutes. No pizza ever in the history of pizza has ever taken 25 minutes. But uh, you right, see. And you see her making it herself. She takes out the dough, like slaps it on this like weird wire thing and she like takes the cheese out she has no gloves she's just like and then there's no and it was a conveyor oven conveyor oven that was not the belt wasn't working well it just wasn't going fast enough oh that's so it burned and smoked and charred the lowest setting so it was burning the bottom no one Uh, would clean it it was a mess it was a hot delicious awful mess and then in the process of making that they tried three or four times to get him not to order the pizza yes they tried to talk oh, him out. Right. They tried they were to talk like, him out of. You don't want that. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, no, I'm, I'm hungry, and they're like, no, you're not hungry. You're good. <laughs> Ashley uh, tries to talk this dude out of buying a pizza. It's fucking yeah. hilarious. It's funny, like not even giving it away for free no. or anything. Just not even. We don't want to process this. We don't want to no. deal it, with work in a work environment. Un- unreal. So. Uh, uh, oh, so then uh, we get to the bar section, right? And some some lady orders a trash can, which drink, <laughs> which drink is. I thought she when, I, when that scene first happened, I f- thought she was first just asking for the trash can. She was like, I just thought she was like, I need to throw this out because it's all so terrible, mm. right? Which uh, fair, yeah, fair they, it's exact double meaning there uh, because it's essentially like a poorer man's long island iced tea like it was every possible liquor we could yep. find but in a pitcher in a like pitcher in a, like a plastic pitcher and then a can of red bull is like poured in poured in and then dropped in and then you yeah. drop the can in because <laughs> you want to drink the outside and of the, the can garnish. and that's that the is, garnish that's the garnish <laughs> The garnish was one eight ounce Red Bull. When you're used to Upside lemon down. wedges or orange peels, may I introduce you to whole Red Bull cans? Not, <laughs> not at the old wheelhouse. Woo! So now John Stooley points out that there's enough alcohol in there. Uh, there's more than enough alcohol to be legally served to one person in one sitting. Yeah, it's it's like the equivalent of like eight drinks or something crazy. Yeah. Like yeah. That. I mean, it was really... I. She kept pouring it in, and it's filled with ice. But we're talking those beer pitchers that you get, yeah, for, for multiple people. Multiple people, yeah. you get a pitcher to, to share with like you know four people. And it's not marketed as a drink that you sh- like a fishbowl where you share. No, it with and friends. it's not beer either. It's like liquor, pure. Yeah. So not yeah. No es bueno. No. Uh, so then uh, Kevin's still getting the market intel. And uh, we all come to the revelation that uh, roller skating and booze, <laughs> not good. Okay, well, uh, here's something oh. I don't remember because I'm old. Was it the same woman that had the trash can that fell down? I no. think we saw it. No. It I, don't, I think it was a separate person. Okay. It was a different person. Uh, same mentality. But yes. Okay, okay, okay. She was in it to win I it. didn't think it was the same person, but I... Didn't know. By the way, I don't know if you guys caught this when uh, someone was trying to explain what they what they do to make money. They also do comedy shows. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I did catch that. Yeah. Which so. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I did a little, what? My, so. Yeah, my ears perked up. Yeah, yeah. 
So uh, Wheelhouse, uh, or well, we get, won't reveal the new name yet. But Wheelhouse, if you're looking to book three comics, you want to fly us out there and put us <laughs> up in the condo. Definitely love to come do that. We'll do it. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Oh, as I learned from the great comic Carol Montgomery, uh, don't ever use the mayonnaise in a comedy condo. Oh yeah, we talked about Gross. that. Oh, did we? Yeah. Um, I, I feel like I don't need to go into too many there. details about why you should not use mayonnaise that's been sitting around a condo with a bunch of dudes oh, living in it for a while. Oh, I do not even. Yeah, it's. Um, just buy your own. Just buy, yeah. buy your if own you mayonnaise. May- maybe don't even use mayonnaise that yeah. week. Uh, so yeah, oh. neither here nor. Uh, so the lady, uh, that lady got drunk and uh, puts on a roller skates and busts her shit. Yeah. Um, and John, of course, points out that is a lawsuit just on wheels. Yeah. Uh, huge liability. Huge liability. So and uh, it, it makes him emphasize the point that the bar needs to stand alone from the rolling. Yeah. If they can work together, great. But his job is to save the bar. He's not really would, the roller. I rink. can't yeah. save a dying industry, but I can save a bar. Right. Yeah. Right. That's right. Because as Katrin pointed out, why it seems weird to save a place that only the town's pedophiles are going to. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe let that yeah, one go. Yeah, I mean the right. It might that might be or you know I was thinking. While I was watching, and I was like, "Where you turn it into a bowling alley?" Mm, I mean, that's probably a lot of money to change a yeah. rink into lanes, but bowling alley is sort of yeah. timeless, right? Yeah, and you can get as fucked up you as you can you get want. as drunk as you want bowling. They, I, it's funny, even though you're hurling up to sixteen pound balls, it's focused and directed, so you're way less likely to hurt someone, right? Even and also, hammered. there aren't people on the other end of that. <laughs> yeah. They're pins. It de- hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. Yeah. it depends if you. Don't, as long as you don't let go of the ball uh, during the swing. Ah. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, the set chance of damage is way reduced. Yeah. But before, if we can back up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As John is, before John yells at Jesse to... Man up. To, to man up. Uh, they, so, what's his name? The After Buzz guy doesn't quite Kevin. get his pizza. Kevin, but he gets a pretzel instead. Oh, that's right. We didn't finish that story. And so, the pizza this, is burnt. The pizza's burnt, inedible, after like 40 minutes or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And he finally gets a pretzel. And he spits up the pretzel. He spits it up. He takes I, a few bites and then spits it into his napkin. It's I like, how that. bad does it have to be that you mess up a pretzel? You just bake it, right? Yeah, I don't know what yeah. she did. But well, it was a frozen pretzel... I guess she put it in the microwave, I want to say, almost. Probably. I could see was, you fucking up so. a... Uh, and then it turned into, you know, just like a chewy mess. Yeah. A chewy ass mess. But now uh, I am kind of hungry for a good pretzel. Yeah, now I... God damn you. <laughs> uh, so so then uh, uh, Jesse meets John. John tells him he needs to boss up. Get his shit together right. because you're letting these motherfuckers get away with too he's much shit. He's not that mean, though. He's not like no. he's not no. horrible to him. Jesse's a sweetheart. This is one, clearly one of those bars where like he's let the inmates run the asylum. Like he loves yeah. them so much, he's let them get away with all this well, crap. And it's great. Well, and this is how much of a G Jesse gets. Uh, yes, Kevin points out he's like yo man uh, Ashley tried to talk me out of buying a pretzel. Yeah, so this is the big or sort of pizza. He's like, if I, my head would explode if someone I worked for was trying to tell people not to buy food. That doesn't Not only that, sense. she also, so she's, oh, yeah, so there's yeah, two yeah. things. Totally, so she, yeah, she says, don't buy the pizza, or she's trying to talk your customers out of buying things. And second of all, she behind your back said that you were a piece of shit or something. What did she say? 
Oh, oh he should he should make the pizzas fucking self. Oh, fuck no, this. I- he should make the pizzas his goddamn self, not me. Or it was something even more harsh. And so he tatt- he snitches and says, "Well, this is what your employee is saying about you." And he like got really upset. And Jesse fucking fires Jesse her. Jesse fired her. Landmark ah. fire right out of the gate. Right out of the gate. I would that was very unexpected, I thought. Yeah. Like I I was very surprised, I have to say, because usually John has to push the owner yeah. to do that. He's like, this is And then why they might not important. even. Or they'll do it and the person will come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Numerous yeah. episodes were like, you're fired, but okay, come back. Yeah, no, nah. this was like a flat out. This was peace out. Jesse really understood from the beginning, like, I got to follow John's steps. He's mm-hmm. clearly seen this show before, and he yeah. knows what needs to happen. Yeah, and you're right. That's a good point. Because and he's like, he's like ready to take it on. Like, yeah. it, it hurts. He's not happy or easy about fighting. He said it was Ashley. the toughest decision he's ever had to make. Yeah, yeah. poor guy. Uh, but then, but Ashley, I mean, it was so swift and efficient. So yeah. it was interesting. Right. It was like such a break from like yeah. poor broken Jesse to like, all right, this is Jesse Check on the out. up and up now. But then Ashley continues to be trash. Yeah. Mm. Do you guys see this? She empties the tip jar and just oh, dumps yeah, it into like, her bag. Poof. I'm taking this. If I'm getting yeah. fired, I'm taking all today's tips. So and, yeah, and like I'm sure uh, that was pooled amongst I'm other people. Probably, right? I would think because there's two other bartenders she's working with, but nah. she wasn't the only one working that. Night. But then, did you guys catch what she drove off in? Yes, I did. She drove off in a Mercedes Benz. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Which makes me wonder: a if you live in Hemet, California, and you're pushing a Benz, what else are you doing outside of bartending? Yeah. A, B, that's drugs. why she's well, well drugs probably, yeah. but she's probably emptying out uh, uh, tip jars all over the place. Yeah, because she did not give a single fuck about that. So yeah, I that think was, that was ludicrous. Yeah, that was ludicrous. sorry to jump ahead, but I could not find much more on her. After the show, uh, <laughs> she remains a, f- a bit of a Facebook and, mm. and Facebook mystery to me, ah. but clearly horrible. Yeah, yeah. To take a whole tip jar and then ride away in your in bends, <laughs> you monster ass woman. Yeah. So uh, we uh, so then we get into uh, the shift meeting where John lays it down. He's like, look, man, you can't run charity you run in a business yeah right like that's what this is like you can do all you want for charity when you get money from your job from mm-hmm. your business but if you keep running it like a charity you're not gonna have business right. anymore right and, and also are- sorry that just quickly this was not a physical there weren't too many physical issues with the bar no it was mostly just that's management really and food and price point and that's a really good point. There was yeah. nothing like decrepit and disgusting, no. like flies in the booze. Or no, they didn't show stuff. any gross stuff. No. Uh, so it seems like he was keeping. So I think it he was keeping it clean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we did get a chance to meet also in the shift meeting, Jim, Jesse's brother, mm. who's also a manager. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. So this is a family operation. Here, totally. And which again pulls at the heartstrings. John loves oh, keeping John, families John will together. Fight for your family. Yeah. Well, he's, he's down to fight for your family. Always. Uh, so, well, Stephanie gets pissed uh, uh, that her friend got fired. Oh, yeah. Fired, she, and uh, John calls out Danielle for giving away drinks to boost tips. Mm-hmm. So yeah. she pockets the money but gives right. away free booze. So Jesse doesn't Which, get any money. Which, you know, John, I would never fly in the face of your wisdom, but um, pretty much every bar I've ever gone to as a regular, that's how that went, man. <laughs> like that. Buybacks. Like, yeah, buybacks. Um, you know, I've been in bars or I've been a regular at and I've drank there all fucking day, 20 bucks, 
You know what yeah. I mean? And then they kept, you know, obviously I leave the 20th. I can't tell them myself. All right. Uh, <laughs> so any event. Uh, and now I understand that this is bad business. It right? is. It's yeah. terrible because it's, he's I right. I mean, one like buyback here and there is fine, I think. But it's it's yeah. if you're like really... Right, and you're to the stealing. point where, also, I bet the bars you're doing that in, I would hope the bars you're doing that in aren't 165K in the hole. No. Right. Uh, they're making money. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, <clears throat> oh, then we find uh, that they don't have a cook. There's no cook. No cook. Like, which, again, still... A yeah, the bartenders are, like, throwing it, the stuff in the oven themselves, and it's just a disaster. Right, and they're walking 150 feet away and taking right. the time to, to make it when no they could POS be at the system. bar. But then they're walking away from the bar, so no one's there making drinks. Yeah, so no they're ticket, losing no money. ticket system. Yeah. And also, I think it was uh, Chef, who uh, I can't, uh, can't remember his name, uh, he said that, you know, the food gets cold if it's less than like 15 feet away. Right. So, right. Or more than 15 feet away. So we're really not winning with this whole system we got here. Uh, but then we, we decided we were going to go get a cook, which is all well and good. And John's like, all right, get out there and hire somebody to do the shit. Then, uh, we show more drink porn and we cut to a drink porn. Yeah. Uh, and the drink porn I thought was, I was, can't. Right. It's a, making me laugh so much. Right. Now it's like erotic drinking. It's yeah. the way they Weird. smile when they shake. Mm-hmm. But it was also a little, <laughs> it was also, was it, was it this or, or the 12 beers of slave one where it was condescending where it was like. Which glass looks bigger? Is it the Tom? It's this Collins? one. Yeah, it's, it's the Tom this one. Because this, it's about the, the, perception the of uh, uh, yeah. what you're buying. Right, perceived value. Even though perceived it's the value. same volume that you have, but he's like, if it's in a taller glass and you put tall garnishes on it, people would think they're getting right. a lot, so you can mm-hmm. charge more mm-hmm. within the you know within the price point of keeping people there. Right. But it was just funny, like it. That's one of the first like object permanence things that young kids learn is like things of different shapes and sizes can still can have still the same have the volume. Same volume yeah. It's like we have to go back to basic like elementary <laughs> science. Hey man, now this is gonna the come. General off. population. I was just about to say, man, a Hemet California's uh, median income is at twenty seven thousand dollars a year. They may have forgotten science class. I'm willing to bet that there's not. Uh, we're not getting a lot of science in there. But, but I do have a all. note that the bartenders seem like they're trying and they want to do it. Yeah, like, like they are accepting yeah. these instructions, and they're mm-hmm. they're try they're going to try their best. They're not they're not fighting it anymore. They've no. sort of accepted that they've got to turn this around. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, what other choice do they have? I mean, this isn't like they've got. John's pretty much the only option here at this point, right? Yeah. Uh, I had a note when uh, the food guy is talking about how far the f- the kitchen is from the from the mm-hmm. bar. I just put down a little. What if you put the waiters on roller skates? Just oh. made a fifty whole theme around it of like we'll wheel the food to there you. Go. Yeah, I mean, as you long th- as they're not drinking behind the bar and wheeling. Well, that they were drinking behind yeah. the bar. Oh, were they ever? Um, so, um, Mark uh, gets hired on as a cook. Uh, they make a. Uh, uh, oh, I'm sorry. And we did a little food porn prior to that. There was yeah. a little food porn. A little food porn. Flatbread uh, mania. Oh, man. So many When options. they made that Philly cheesesteak, man, that shit looked amazing. Looked and then wrap it in tinfoil to keep it warm on the big yeah, trek back. so that back. was smart. Yeah. Yes. Do that little... See, you know what? Tinfoil doesn't cost a lot. It's almost like a gyro, gyro type mm-hmm. situation uh, happening. Which yeah. sounds really good right now. Uh, so We really so shouldn't make... record these around dinner time. Yeah, why are we <laughs> doing this? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's our fault. Uh, well, I don't know. I had chili before, and it was good. Uh, 
So they make the Philly cheesesteak, and it's dope. I was like, I'm on board. I wouldn't go all the way to Hemet for it, but definitely enjoyed it. Uh, so then we get into uh, the, the stress test. Oh where, which... John, where John reiterates again how much the town loves Jesse, and he right. wants to make sure this works. But he's closing down the rink to make sure the bar can stand alone. Yes. It's like a special element of the stress test. We're not doing any roller, sk- roller rink yes. shenanigans. The roller skate stops here. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so then we do the stress test. And um, if the drinks are fucked up, then Sean is throwing them out. In that and big bucket. That big, big ass bucket. There's two big ass buckets. But not big enough. No. Those buckets, those buckets were not big they enough not for big all enough. the they errors going on. And there were a lot of errors. Mm-hmm. Um, Which it, is not not to give drunk on punk any as as little credit as possible. But right. they did keep the drinks in the actual containers. Like those those bartenders actually were trying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even though they screwed up, it was not at the volume. That yeah. these young bartenders were screwing yeah, this up. This was bad. This was really bad. And then on top of that, all um, oh, the ticket orders. The ticket orders were coming in in like, as uh, Chef puts it, different languages. Yeah. So we didn't know what the fuck we're supposed to make, where we're supposed to go. No idea. Yeah. No. So Even Jesse didn't know what he wrote half the time. He was like, "This is the yellow tab. I don't know what that means." <laughs> what? man yeah so like just on a lot of different fronts we were fucking up here and uh but the one highlight i found was that dean the security guy stepped up big yeah and he's like i'm just a security guy but i want this bar to succeed so he was like running plates out as much as he could he was busting tables like he he did what he was able to do well and and fill in the gaps i hope he got some tip money that night yeah Yeah. (laughs) it it, and it also i mean it goes to show the level of loyalty that jesse had exactly yeah Yeah. you know that uh dean the fucking security guy was like yo i gotta help it help out because jesse helped me out so what a great guy um stand up now john Oh, uh, in case you hear that, like there's a crazy windstorm happening right now. Ooh. Don't pay attention to that. Uh, <laughs> we're going to fly with Oz. <laughs> we're going to fly away to Wheels of Fortune. Uh, Maybe uh, Coney Island. That's probably <laughs> as far which, as we'll get. Yeah, that's, I'd say probably <laughs> about that far. Uh, so John... Uh, John pours out what I wrote down as failure buckets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Proclaiming failure there is, buckets. Yep. There is no system here. We yeah. Have no system in place. Dumped out thirty-eight drinks, but uh, you know that's a lot of money. And John tells Jesse the streets love you, but they don't love your bar. No. Mm-hmm. They need Taffer TVT. They do. <laughs> yeah. Taffer virtual training. What an so entrepreneurial spirit he is, man. Uh, so the chef puts together these flatbread recipes. They're fucking great. And they look really good. And then uh, after that, uh, John has a Dr. Phil moment and tells uh, tells Jesse he's a good dude. Yeah. And, you know, you do so much for the community. That's mm-hmm. why I'm here to help. And, you know, it just shows John's big heart and how he's uh, just a fiery man who cares who when he cares he cares but i actually two points i actually didn't like the dr phil moment because i feel like there wasn't mm. a big breakthrough as to why jesse let things get the way they got we didn't really to. find out how that yeah, happened you know, yeah. he, he really just kept hammering home 
how how much of a pillar of the community is he's well respected he's well loved mm-hmm. and and he's it's clear he loves the community and it's a very feel good vibe between the bar and the patrons but it's not really explained why things got yeah, as bad as I they mean, did the only observation i can sort of see from just observing as a viewer is that he sort of he didn't have any managerial systems happening mm-hmm. or not adequate ones like right. with the kitchen and all that kind of stuff the bartenders weren't really properly trained nope for high volume and the and there was not enough respect between the employees and Jesse they sort of took him for granted yeah, yeah. all great things that we gleaned from the episode but, but we're, they but there we're wasn't really... any that wasn't really addressed by John which is usually what happens yeah. he like sort of goes down the line you let this happen. Why did you let this happen? You know, I, there I we th- got none of that. I know. I feel like John loved the guy too much yeah, to yell at him. Yeah, there was so no much. sort yeah. of... Which was another thing. Like, there was no psychological rundown. Yes. Mm. Yeah. It was just like, we got to get this together. We have right. to get you the right. systems. We have to get you the POS systems. We have to get TVT. We have to get your bartenders up to scale. Yeah. But it wasn't like... I don't know how Jesse grew. Yeah. I think it was sort yeah, of my thing. Know. He's still a super nice guy. And just, Just now he has the... He has the tools to succeed. I feel like he never maybe had the tools. Maybe John just felt like this was just a feel-good rescue. Yeah, all, maybe feel-good rescue. Just because technical stuff needed to change, and maybe it wasn't. And there, he didn't want to focus on the person. I guess once you take know. the step yourself of doing the landmark fire, John's like, all right, he's got the fire in him. Mm, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh well, we'll see uh, the, on our next go around. Yeah, uh, that, was, that was something else I noticed though with the the, sh- the shut it down when he ends the stress test. It was a very calm, gentle, shut it down. Yeah, I think, but he was like, shut it down. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen everything. Like, you know this is what? done. Yeah. But I think gone are the days where John is, like, yelling at the manager in front of the patron, shut it down. Because I think he realized, like, oh, that's also maybe, that may possibly be bad form to yell at the manager in front of the public. Right. There's right. something to dress down and to bring up, but to dress down in front of the patrons are like, oh, man, who is this guy getting yelled at? Why should I respect <laughs> yeah. him ever again? Totally. But it's been a long time since we've seen Tapper lose his shit. At a stress test a stress and be test. like, yeah, you know, the, the classic, it shut it down a little bit, but tell him to shut it down. This is fucking ridiculous. A <laughs> little better. He's well, it's good. It was shut a, it down. Uh, it's a, it hasn't happened in a while. Taffer, well, Taffer is growing in a vault as all segments in this show. Oh my God, maybe Taffer is growing. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Well, this show's taught him a lot in the hearts and minds of that belief such as his. Yeah. Uh, so now we get to, um, uh the uh conclusion remodel blah 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 the yeah we do the remodel we do the revamp uh we turn this place around and then uh we do our one two Two. three commercial yeah (laughs) always always if there's always one time i can know i can get to the fridge and get something to eat or drink it's it's when i hear one two three because that is when we cut to commercials (laughs) and indeed we did so uh we come back from commercial and we reveal derby's bar and grill derby's which uh, is obviously cleverly named after the roller derby. Honors the tradition in history. Yes. He uh, was said, he, Taffer said he was trying to um, bring back, or he was trying to tie like roller skating to what's relevant now, which is basically like derby culture. Right. Like roller rink culture is not really, maybe some hipsters still like it, but it's not so popular like it used to be. But now like derby culture really is. Is, yeah. is it? Oh yeah, 
Yeah. Oh. Yeah, for sure. There's a couple it leagues here for in the a city. few years. Really? Yeah, cool. it's like pretty big. And remember that movie came out a few years ago with Ellen Page? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's there. It's there. I think it's still Great. hip. Uh, um, so he's trying to use that relevancy, I think, to catapult it further. Exactly. Um, so then uh, we have, uh, oh, so then like a roller derby team, like, yeah, like they they fly through and like give a like um, flyby high fives to like <laughs> to the patrons who are gonna come in and experience a new bar and like half of them are like really old geezers and they're <laughs> like me. <"Meh." laughs> it's like a really funny little scene. And then um, uh, then we but then they get new uniforms. Yeah. Oh yeah, so the girls, the bartenders get new uniforms and yeah. it's a really funny scene of them like putting it on. With this woman who was, I guess, like the like aesthetic advisor, she yeah. was called yeah. or something so weird. She's like a uniform super lady. Or yeah, like she has a really thing. weird term. I can't remember. Like aesthetics. John was like, she's the aesthetics mm-hmm. expert. I was like, what? Or something <laughs> strange. And good friend, though. Good oh, friend. Of course. Of and course. so <laughs> they like stick on these sort of tight like... Um, tank tops and they have jackets that go over it and she's like they're like how do you feel and they're like if you look sexy blah 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 and then you make money and they're all like money I was like whoa <laughs> like it got a little intense and yeah. kind of creepy it, like a, uh, there was like a Hooters vibe happening a little yeah. bit a little shades bit. of yeah. Hooters yeah uh, so, uh, so they get the new uniforms uh, but I dug it. it I was like alright you know it's true <laughs> yeah, let's let's get get them some money. Yeah, show uh, a little cleave. Mm-hmm. And the money will flow in. So uh, they get two uh, uh, POS systems, two touch POS systems. Yeah. Um, they get the TVT, uh, the Taffer Virtual Training. Yeah. And they get uh, uh, his good friends at Orange Door. Give them Orange music Door program. get love Orange Door. Orange they, they, Door. They've had a give, great season. They've been love getting a good run, uh, good run. Uh, yeah, last couple they really are good. Good friends. Fifty thousand songs to choose from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's your own DJ when you don't have live entertainment. <laughs> so check this out. Videos to go with the songs. <laughs> Very aggressive. Taffer, is that you? I closed my eyes for a moment again, <laughs> and I could have sworn you were with us. The spirit of Taffer. Uh, That's what I love is we get so uh, we get so passionate about lots. even Orange Door. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then, uh, so we have, uh, so then life is great. Uh, we get to our six weeks later, uh, and the sales are up. Sales are uh, up. Life uh, is good. Five minute ticket times for food when they yep. reopen. Nice. Things are awesome. Super impressive. Uh, so they're good to go. Um, so, uh, Max, did you do, uh, our Intel on this I, joint? I did some, there wasn't a whole lot to dig up. Everything was pretty on the up and up with these, uh, okay. with these, these people. Uh, Jesse was born and raised in Hemet. Yep. And I think that's why he's like, that's why that's a strong reason why he's so attached to it and why they're so attached to right. him. Sure. Uh, I checked out their Facebook pages. All the pictures are of John and, and Bar Rescue and stuff. <laughs> and it's all positive reviews oh, uh, great, at the man. Derby. That's uh, great. And it looks like they, they upgrade, they keep upgrading after Bar Rescue left. They're continuing to do work on the roller rink. Oh, that's good. Oh, cool. So yeah. They're trying to really like make both yeah, because uh, Jesse had said early on he's like robbing Peter to pay Paul to like keep them both afloat. He's taking money from both right. businesses, yeah. uh, and it looks like they're making enough money that they're upgrading the roller rink and oh, getting good. it cool. So they, they had some good pictures. Uh, they still have adult skate night though, which makes me think maybe they were doing this before Taffer yeah. came in. 
Still a soft heart for those pedophiles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they do have regular karaoke nights mm. uh, at the nice. bar, which is cool. Well, that's a good moneymaker, always. Did you find out about yeah. the comedy show? I did I not mean, find out about the comedy show. I didn't. I think they discontinued that. Oh, <laughs> no, man. That's done. But again, I, we're all happy to go out there and re- restart yeah, it. Send us over. Nothing like bringing a couple New York comics out to uh, yeah. to start a high-profile show. <laughs> yup. Um, the staff all, they had a bar rescue watch party, which was oh, fun. Oh, that's cute. Dope. It. Yeah, everyone seemed uh, super happy about all this. Nice. Um, well, good. I'm, I'm delighted to hear that. So uh, that brings us to our uh, our broken our shattered glass rating system here. Uh, for those of you who are listening for the first time, uh, explain to you what's about to happen. Uh, we are going to rate this show from one shattered glass being awful and five shattered glasses to being tafertastic. So, uh, Max, uh, what do you what do you give this? Oh boy. This- this one was tough because, like we, like I said earlier, this is a feel-good rescue, and you want this bar to succeed. And, you, and I'm really happy to see it. Yeah. Su- to see it succeed, and there were a lot of cool parts of it. Like I loved um, Jesse doing the landmark fire right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, something yeah. that was notably missing for me: uh, the blueprint science. Mm. Mm. Oh yeah, Max always takes points Big off into for that. The, for I the really love it. I need to see things explained to me on a blueprint as mm-hmm. things get designed. <laughs> Um, but also, I mean, to, de- to the show's detriment, I didn't see too much like psychological growth. Yeah. You know, he didn't really have a big breakthrough. Um, also, like we discussed, the bar wasn't a horrific, dirty, filth, you know, trash hole like right. some of the other bars brought to like brand spanking new cleanliness. You know, this just right. really got the touch up and the. It just seemed to be missing the managerial tools yes. to do it. So it wasn't like a huge remake. It wasn't a rising of the phoenix that we love to mm. see from so the much. ashes. Mm-hmm. From the ashes, so it wasn't as compelling to me. For as you. happy as I was to yeah. see a good guy have good done for him, so I, you know, I'm gonna be a little harsh and go three stars. Oof, oof. But again, super happy the bar is doing well. And if I'm ever in Hemet, of course I'm dropping by Derby's. Nice. I would hope so. I would hope so. Uh, Getting some flatbread. Kitchen, where uh, where are you falling with this one? Um, I'm also gonna go with three. I'm gonna go with three and a half. Okay. I'm gonna give it a little more, um, because yeah, I don't know, because it was a feeler, a feeler gooder. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> it was more of a feel good. Um, I thought it was like it all came together really well for me. I did like the firing also. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I but some of the reasons I wouldn't give it higher is I didn't really get attached to like the bartender's stories too much. I didn't really know yeah. who they were. Um, so I didn't that's, have much either. There, yeah. there wasn't much of a narrative other than Jesse's no, a good guy. No, there wasn't too much of a good narrative. So I think that's why I sort of... But, but I, I'm only giving it a half, a little more than max, because I don't know. I... I liked it anyway. I was entertained and I enjoyed it. And the food thing made me yeah. happy. <laughs> I don't know. I'm weird. I like the new. I loved the the bartender expert they brought in. He was like great bow ties. Yeah, great bow tie. Sean. He Sean was Ford. good. Yeah, Actually, I really like the bow ties him. alone. I amend my score to a three and a quarter. Oh. Oh wow. Points went up. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So I like that that whole new thing. Uh, um, was good for me. So okay, uh, I'm going to I'm going to give this a three. 
Okay. Um, And much the same as to what uh, I've already been voiced. Um, One of the things that I did, um, I did enjoy was when uh, John and uh, Mike, uh, the chef, astutely pointed out and just, why are people getting drunk on rollerblades? (laughs) This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of in my life. Yeah, I'm sorry. Skates. Yeah, skates. Uh, why are Why are people getting drunk on skates? Are rollerblades that much safer to be? Drinking no, probably not. To be fair, uh, probably not. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was delightfully funny. That was uh, very funny because it definitely it was a point I brought up from the beginning. Um, I. Uh, I, I I like I like the uh, firing out the gate. It was a little twist. Mm. I yeah. didn't see that coming no, for sure. Not at all. I really thought there was gonna be some wishy washy shit. Neither did Ashley. <laughs> no, she didn't. Well, yeah, a lot of well, you kind of watched the needle skip when he's like, "All right, you're fired. You uh, <laughs> you want to talk shit about me? Yeah, yeah bye well, bye. Check this out." And so i uh i give him a lot of credit for that but you know i mean on the other side of that coin there wasn't a, i mean it was like i liked him uh i mean he's a good dude like there it, it there wasn't enough drama for no. me mm-hmm. i needed more drama, drama. Yeah. um you know i needed that that's the that's one of the cruxes of the show for me is you know it, I mean, you know, like maybe Jesse start uh, cheating on your girlfriend or something. You know, like <laughs> I, uh, or if just you learned diff- anything from previous episodes, have a child with your with yeah. your girlfriend, your with your mistress. Have a love child or something, Jesus. man. You know, uh, yell at a bartender, steal from your staff, just do something real out of character and deplorable. Because right. what you were doing there was too nice. Um, I watched this show for John to come in and write the write the world. I mean, he does, but he does it in like a very nervous nurturing way which is kind of like god damn it john i want to see the fire and you know but uh all in all yeah i'm, I'm gonna have to go with three shattered glasses nice. uh so uh that's our that's our episode of uh the wheel of misfortune um and yeah that's uh that's about it uh do you uh want to do your plugs before we get out of here oh no plugs all right so there you go just yeah. keep just keep tuning in yep that's all we want from you. Yeah, keep tuning in. Uh, oh, I'm recording my debut album. Oh, oh. yeah. So how about that? Yeah, uh, November twentieth, uh, twenty sixteen. In case this is listened to far into the future, <laughs> November twentieth, twenty sixteen. In the year of our Lord. Although who knows? Maybe t- November twentieth, in a few years from now, I'll record my second album. Who knows? <laughs> uh, but uh, November twentieth, I'm recording it with uh, the great hysterical Vicky Cooperman. Okay. As well. Uh, we go. have Kendra Cunningham and Mark Maeda uh, opening, opening for us up. on nice. our recordings. Uh, check out Wild Project Theater, their website, uh, to buy tickets. Dope. November 20th, 8, awesome. o- 8 p.m. Where is, the, where is the theater? It is on the Lower East Side. It's 3rd and B. 3rd and B. Okay. Yeah. Um, we'll go check out Max's album, uh, which, I'm, you know, obviously you keep plugging that. Um, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't have anything cool. Um, other than this podcast, um, <laughs> which is super cool, which is beyond. Dope. I mean, I have a show coming up next week, but I don't know. Yeah, plug it. Do so it if you want. Yeah, go for QED, it. QED, which is a um, a comedy club in Astoria, Queens, um, September fourteenth. It's a show day, yeah. about your about jobs, like day jobs. Oh, Trial, oh. trials from the trials from the day jobs. So you get to hear comedians talking about their survival jobs. Oh. Cool. Ooh. 
That's that's a really good idea for sure. Yeah, I think so, I really want to come to that. That sounds really yeah, cool. Yeah, so next, I'm glad you plugged that. All right, all right. So next Wednesday, September 14th. There you go. See me do some stand up. What uh, time? 8:30. 8:30. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I got shows. I think uh, you, uh, if you go to gymsearchcomedy.com. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a man in charge. Great of his promotional. Career, yeah, yeah you find him there, there, I guess. Stuff. Yeah, there's some. I'm doing something cool, maybe. Uh, but yeah, do that. Then, of course, um, email us at shutitdownpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, please be sure to send us all of our fan mail. We'll certainly love to read that on the air. Uh, also go to Stitcher, find us there, um, you know, do all that shit too. Um, and you know, we want to thank you guys for listening and, uh, we will talk to you sooner than later. Peace.